You are now listening to the smooth, mellifluous sounds of Red's Room Podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to episode number 24 of the Red's Room Podcast. I'm your host, Red. And I'm your co-host, Jake. And today we are talking about Nazis in the occult. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, as always, our references are in the episode description. Uh, most of uh, what I read today is from an article from Big Think, um, which is in the description with everything else. So Check it out. Giving them a shout out because I'm using a lot of their material. They covered it very well. Yeah, got to give credit to who were in any anything else that is covered in this episode. It'll be in the description. Absolutely. We appreciate those guys. Mm hmm. So uh, let me give a little overview here. I'm going to read a brief part of this. So as it turns out, the Nazi party incorporated occultism from its very start. The political group that would eventually become the Nazi party, that is the German Workers Party or DAP, was founded in part by individuals from the Thule Society an esoteric group dedicated to studying the mythological origins of the Aryan race. Several prominent Nazis were either members or active within the society, including Rudolf Hess, who would become the deputy further to Hitler. Alfred Rosenberg, head of the ministry that oversaw Nazi Germany's occupied territories in Eastern Europe, and Dietrich Eckhart, who founded the DAP. The Thule Society's primary focus was on the study of Erisophy, referring to wisdom regarding the Aryans, founded by occultist Guido von Liszt and Lons von Liebenfels. These individuals' beliefs would come to inform significant aspects of the Nazi state, such as von Liszt's belief in the power of magical runes. The most glaring example of this would be the twin sig runes that formed the SS insignia. Von Liebenfels argued that the Aryan people were intentionally bred via electricity by interstellar deities called Theozoa, while the other races were the result of interbreeding between humanitary and ape men. According to Liebensfels, gradual interbreeding had robbed the Aryans of their magical powers. Liebensfels would also circulate a magazine called Ostera based on these beliefs, whose readership included a young Adolf Hitler. In addition to embracing these occult ideas, the Thule Society also believed that a proto-Aryan race lived on the island of Thule, a mythological northern island that is probably more familiar by its alternative names, Hyperborea or Atlantis. Mm -hmm. And I would argue that is not Atlantis. Yeah. Uh, They just adopted that name. 100%. But they made their own Atlantis type, and we uh, also region. have this like chosen race versus the Neanderthal, fucking monkey ape cross race that interbreeded. Like, there's a bunch of weird shit going on in that in that little reading. 
there is a lot of a weird things. Um, I didn't know that the SS signal was two runes. I thought it was yeah. two S's, but those are actually runes. Yeah. Um, which is very interesting. And another thing I thought of is where it says that um, they thought the Aryan people were intentionally bred via electricity yeah. by interstellar deities called the Theosa. Um, I thought of the Sumerian. Um, I thought of the, the story from Zachariah Sitchin. I don't know if you know that one. I'm not familiar. Um, so he talks about that mankind um, in this ancient Sumerian tablets he studied, he said that it was a telling of mankind being created. Uh, basically, we were genetically modified creation by aliens. Okay. Um, that they saw like the Neanderthals here and then put some of their DNA into the Neanderthals and, and made yeah, us. Made us just a bit smarter, just as just a bit more capable. Yeah, that was um that was what he's his um interpretation of these uh ancient Sumerian tablets uh led him to believe. And you know, it kinda does make sense a little bit because Neanderthals are stronger, more rock headed to where we're a little bit yeah. A little bit weaker, but a lot smarter. And that's what, you know. And there's a big gap in, like, how did our brain size double so fast? Yeah. It doesn't... Um, there's some gaps in this um, evolutionary uh, theories. Because the main theory is that our brain, what, doubled in the size of... In the time span of two million years or whatever. Right, which just doesn't make sense evolutionary. Mm -hmm. So something else had to... Um, Was there a third party involved here? Correct. Was there or was there not? And um, the Nazis think were interested. In oh, that. in this in the Sumerian ideology, it was the Anunnaki. Those okay. were the aliens who did it. Okay. Uh, and here they were the Theo Theozoa. So, not um, entirely, um, you know, not entirely, uh, you know, unique ideas. Yeah, it's a, that's a way to put it, but. Well, I guess at the time, this was before that, so uh, they might have been more unique, but there are... Um, There's connections. There were ancient ideas like this around Definitely. already. Definitely. Uh, the only really terrible part about this is uh, the root race idea, the idea of an Aryan race. Yeah. And the way that they made it so racial... That's definitely the thing. Is the pro huge problem with this ideology. If you wiki the Aryan race, there's a definition, and then below that there is the Nazi definition. And I'll read it real quick. Mm -hmm. In Nazi ideology, a white non-Jewish person, person, especially one of Northern European origin or descent, typically having blonde hair and blue eyes, and regarded as belonging to a supposedly superior racial group. So they have that whole superiority idea that blonde hair, blue eyes, you're not a Jew, you're the chosen one. And it's like, come mm -hmm. on, man. But this is this is what we're working with as far as Nazi Germany. This is what they believed. This is what the Nazis believed. And, you know, that, right. that's, that's what it is. Which um, the root race idea uh, was also part of theosophy, which I thought of. Yeah. But I think in theosophy, 
I don't think it was limited to white skin, blonde hair, and blue eyes. Probably. I think it. Different. I think it uh, included darker skin, brown eyes, and brown hair. I think it included um, all the races. I feel like theosophy that it's more of an intelligence, enlightenment kind of thing, not based yeah. on how you look. Yeah. It's, where you're, yeah, more. Yeah, state the, of mind. The Nazis more cared about what you looked like on the outside. Yeah, and these um, these magazines, the uh, Ostera, okay, um, that uh, these guys put out, that which they weren't Nazis, but this is where the Nazis got their ideas from. Mm-hmm. But those magazines that um, Hitler read and m- many people back then read had very, very uh, derogatory. Uh, uh, depictions of Jewish people in them. Yes. Um, they basically depicted uh, the Jewish race as the ape men that according, uh, this is all according to them, that uh, bred with the Aryans and diluted their pure yeah, blood. Yeah, diluted the pure blood, which is just... It's just It's horrific. fucking ridiculous, man. It's, it's horrific that mm-hmm. uh, they did this. Um but yeah, that's that's where that is where the whole um, ideology of Nazism gets its start was from these guys mm-hmm. and their pamphlets they put out. Yes. Okay, get back on track here. We covered that pretty good. Let's go into the next part: Himmler's Rasputin. Alrighty. Yet, despite all of its connections to the origins of Nazism. The Thule Society eventually uh, dissolved prior to Hitler's rise to power. In fact, a great number of German occult societies were shut down, though not because of a sudden surge of skepticism or rational belief. Instead, occult-related activities and organizations were often suppressed in Nazi Germany at the behest of Heinrich Himmler's Rasputin-like personal occultist. Carl Maria Willigat. The point of this was to ensure that Carl's own brand of occultism would be the eminent philosophy of the Nazis. Carl had developed a religion centered on worshiping the Germanic god Ermin. According to Carl, German culture dated back to 228,000 B.C., a period of time when the earth had three suns and was populated by giants, dwarfs, and other mythical creatures. He also claimed to be descended from a line of kings from this period of time. It should also be noted that Carl was a diagnosed schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah. here in yeah. those last few sentences I was getting, is this guy fucking crazy or what? 228,000 bc three sons three sons like come the fuck on man it yeah. is it's so funny how you let up that was so perfect the lead up to you this is beyond <laughs> like uh lord of the rings and like star wars yeah it's just insane yeah this is far this He's is literally so, insane yeah literally insane that's what it fucking seems like man <sighs> okay let me fit two more paragraphs on this part we'll talk more about all it. all right let's do it um himmler who was an avid follower of the Occult consulted uh, Carl on a wide variety of issues. Using Carl's prophecies, Himmler chose the castle 
Willisburg to serve as a base of operations for his SS troops and established a room in the castle with a crystal representing the Holy Grail. Carl also helped in the design of the rune-covered death's head rings that the SS troops wore, personal awards that Himmler issued himself. Himmler was particularly attracted to Carl's brand of paganism as he disliked the Judaic origins of Christianity. Yes. After the end of World War II, Himmler believed that the old Germanic gods would be restored. Leveraging his influence and his boss's desire to see a Germanic paganism, Karl attempted to stamp out competing philosophies to his Ermanism. 100%. I chose, by the way, to use the name Karl. They chose his last name, but I felt like calling him Karl <laughs> really... Helped, <laughs> yeah. Helped point out how insane this is. We're listening to schizophrenic Carl. Yeah. He this this could be a crackhead down the street. Schizophrenic <laughs> Carl. Yeah. He has the fucking answers for y'all. Like, what are He's we talking out there about? All cross-eyed and cracked out, and he just has these like end of the world ideas. Just Maybe tweaking. Hey, Carl the prophet. Man. Yeah, I just. I- I think this does kind of lead into Heinrich Himmler and the Nazis' belief in like esoteric, like Nazism, yeah. basically. Uh, a quote I had here is Heinrich Himmler is credited as a founder of esoteric Hitlerism, aka Nazism. He has also been described as being deeply evolved into astrology, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And attempting to construct a new pseudo Germanic neo pagan religion, which we were yeah. pointing to before. The uh, Ermanism. Exactly. He approved of pagan holidays and manipulated facts connected with traditional pagan cults. What I take with that is he changed things to suit his beliefs more strongly. That's personally what makes sense to me. You're free to make your own thought about it, but. I feel like at this point we're insulting pagan religions or they are insulting pagan religions with their beliefs. You know, I, I have a little connection because I got nothing yeah. against pagan. Yeah. Uh, I mean, whatever, whatever the God yeah. was, I don't know. I should look up the, the Ermin. Is that the, was that the name of the God? Ermanism, the Ermin God. Uh, I'm interested to know more about him, but like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, what this, uh, schizophrenic and the Nazis did just like, yeah, it is. It's Ermin. Um, you know, just probably destroyed anyone who still believed in oh, that yeah. old god. <laughs> like, oh yeah, they just ruined. It. Oh, I bet, I bet. Fuck the old shit. If you're not with us, you're. Yeah, because I think of the old Nordic gods. Like, I think of like Odin. You know, oh, Nordic gods. Yeah, uh, I, I think which, of Odin's. Thor, I wonder if it's related. Yeah, I want. I wonder if it's related to that god, Ermin. I Ermin Odin. Um, Who knows? I would assume they took because they're the same type of people. You uh, know, similar. A our, little, our ancestors. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I guess uh, that, I that was a little. It. I just feel bad for the old gods. Here. I have a little connection with all this weird esoteric shit. Yeah. And just occult shit. The last quote 
uh, I have another little connection here. Legends related to the Nazi fascination with the occult go on. Some accounts claim that some of the Nazis attended ceremonies of the new cult. Many of them are thought to have taken place in Huska Castle. That ties back it, it, to, to our, our last, last episode. episode. And I, I this is why, once again, folks, we choose these topics on purpose. Did you say that guy's name was Gohan? <laughs> yeah. Did you? No. Go on? The occult go on. Oh, go yeah, on. No, not go I was on. like, did you say go on? Okay. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but Fascination yeah. with the occult go on. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Huska Castle. Uh, which we talked about. Check mm-hmm. out that episode. Uh, that's why we started with that one. It ties definitely, to this. Definitely. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, this guy, Carl, uh, definitely was involved in whatever crazy occult um, experiments they did at Huska. Um, that's my speculation, but um, I don't think that's too far uh, out there in what we know about both topics, you know? I mean, anything far out fuck shit, if you're going to connect it to someone or if there's a connection to be made, the Nazis is a pretty decent one, you know? Especially with the Heinrich Himmler character we have here, Hitler's fascination with this kind of shit. Like, it, it, it makes sense, man. Yeah, the things that these guys were into. Mm -hmm. They'd go pretty far out, man. Well, I will say they did not uh, discriminate. Nothing was like woohoo to them. Once again, with the Nazi bell, uh, kind of, I kind of made a uh, conclusion to where, you know, the Nazis were so close minded as far as their normal politics, but as far as their far out crazy occult ideas they would go as far as possible to make those things happen Mm -hmm. it's pretty sad to think about but it's interesting at the same time like they went out of their way to do this but they didn't you know in the other ways gotcha just an interesting thought yeah no it, it is um it was weird that they had a uh crystal representing the holy grail what that's all about you know yeah what is that all about I don't know. Like nowadays, when you see people like way into crystals, and you think that's weird. Yeah, the crystal stuff. people. These guys, <laughs> they took that seriously. Uh-huh. They were like, "What does that crystal do?" Oh, that's the Holy Grail. Yeah, like, you know. But it, it, it wasn't just that. They went deep into these things. It's it's, oh, man, it's just um, um, astounding. Meanwhile, you have people geocaching, just trying to find dope crystals. <laughs> they probably did. They probably were like, yo, this is a good one. No doubt. Oh, man. I can't imagine what uh, this Carl guy was like. Uh, he had to have been just fucking insane. Like, you you just got to sit there and just listen to this fucker. He had to be good at talking. Dude, he probably assume. was a great story uh, storyteller. Like, I might, yeah. I kind of want to call him retarded, but if he started talking and started going on a story, I'd probably be locked in on whatever he was saying yeah i imagine that um from the things that we know about um not only did he know about crazy fantastical things but he seemed to also know about real occult things yeah a little so he did have he had to have some knowledge of the occult something if he's showing him specific runes and he's he knows about the mythologies of you know real germanic gods yeah um 
he he had real knowledge and then mixed in with his schizophrenic brain. Yeah, that's a good mix right there. Uh, yeah, so it turned out to be a pretty powerful mix. Mm-hmm. He hit the right time period because that yeah. was probably the last one where that stuff would fly. Yeah. Back on track here? Yeah, I'll read the next part here. All righty. Let's get back into it here, folks. Stranger and Stranger. There are some wackier theories out there about the role that the occult played in Nazism, most of which have little evidence to support them. Perhaps the most extreme and, in a way, comforting example would be the idea that Hitler was possessed by a demon, a theory based mainly off of a passage Hitler underlined in a copy of a book titled Magic History Theory in Practice. It reads, He who does not carry demonic seeds within him will never give birth to a new world order. There you go. There's the new world order there for you, folks. Yes. So, I don't know that that means he was possessed by a demon, but just because of who he was, I could uh, understand the uh, belief that he was possessed by a demon. If you're a demon trying to possess somebody, Hitler is the one to go for. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of arguments that he is the Antichrist, and it's People a pretty have made good that argument. Connection. You know, if uh, you're gonna make it to anyone, I mean, him. And people try who to else make do you it, have him or Mao. People try to make it on Trump. I don't know if you saw any of that, but there's you yeah. know, if you're gonna choose someone, Hitler is the way to go. Yes, I think Hitler or other solid like Mao. you were saying Mao, Mao Zedong yeah, yeah I I I don't know who else you'd make, yeah, make Stalin. it to you could make it to Genghis Khan but that was a long time ago so that is a long it, it's uh, hard to say yeah but I I get the uh I get why you'd believe he was possessed by a demon for mm-hmm. a religious person someone really religious like that yeah I, I get that argument I'm it, with you I can see it um okay continue this reading um There have also been rumors of an occult society based on Vril, a magical substance described in the book The Coming Race. This 19th century work of fiction describes a traveler exploring a cave who becomes lost and discovers subterranean civilization of people by supernatural beings called the Vril Yah. In the novel, these beings made use of a fluid called frill, which they could telepathically manipulate to heal, destroy, or change their surroundings. Although the existence of an occult society focused on a supposedly real version of frill are unverified, it's not difficult to imagine that such a society could have found purchase in the occult-obsessed Nazi society. Further speculation abounds. Some contend that Hitler and the Thule Society worked together to secretly found a secret totalitarian global government, referring to it as the New World Order. Others claim that infamous occultist Aleister Crowley had made contact with Hitler and that Hitler had been trained in mind control techniques to control the crowds of Germans. He addressed during his speeches. Still, others claim that Hitler's possessed the spear of destiny, 
that is the spear that pierced Christ when he was crucified and is claimed to magically guarantee its wielder victory in all their exploits with the cavat that if they lose the lance, they will die. There are a number of successfully stranger and stranger theories about the Nazis and their connection with the occult, a great deal of which have no basis in reality. But developing fantastical, magical theories about how the Nazis came about and how they succeeded in sowing so much horror and destruction is comforting. If they possessed occult power, then we wouldn't have to confront the horrible truth that regular flesh and blood humans are capable of terrible things all on their own. Yes. I like the way the article wraps that I up. like the ending there as well. Yeah. It's... I get what they're saying. Yeah. Um, you can um, help uh, soften, dampen the evil that they were able to accomplish if they were able yes. to accomplish it with fantastical forces. Yeah. But um yeah, people are people are capable of terrible things. It's just the truth. But I think you have something on the vril. That's Let's what, go back to that. That's what I'm going to go back into the vril right here. So the myth of Vril was quickly co-opted by the same Victorian mystics who inspired it, then passed down into the hands of German occults. One of them, the Thule Society, backed Hitler and the Nazis. In a 1960 book, two French authors asserted that the Nazis had sought to build UFOs powered by Vril. From there, it wasn't too much of a leap for others to suggest that, perhaps, Hitler had actually fled to Antarctica made contact with underground Aryans, and began plotting a Vril-powered reconquest. A few influential, influential Holocaust deniers celebrated the coming of the Fourth Reich, while more recent American writers have incorporated the theory into the right-wing New World Order mainstream of conspiracy thought. In short, the Nazis and or aliens are already here. And before we go crazy into this this is coming from an, a new york magazine article which we will have linked below oh man why well, has it got to be right wing conspiracy uh, of course right <laughs> of oh, course. man that sounds like hollow earth it definitely sounds like hollow earth and the fourth reich the, oh dude, man that's blood that's, curdling well, that's another plot for a video game or that's, a movie right there Oh, that's been in movies. Uh, yeah. That's been in, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's been in several movies. The yeah. Fourth Reich. Everyone. The Fourth Reich. Man, I'm scared of the Fourth Reich. Yeah. Forget that. No, 100%. There, that is final. That's another final boss right there, Fourth Reich. Yeah, that's, that's insane. So it said that he found, he contacted Aryans inside the Earth. And they had, yeah. Seeking to build UFOs powered by Vril, which is this. So is like Thule or Hyperborea or Atlantis inside the Earth in this story? That's what I kind of make the connection to. Did they find it in Antarctica? So, so is said. Oh come on, it's gotta be Hitler had actually fled to it. There's other shit. We talked a little bit in the Admiral Byrd episode about maybe the Nazis having a base in Antarctica. You know, that's what I was thinking about. Some hollow Earth connections and some crazy shit. Uh, Yes, 
they flew into Hollow Earth through Antarctica. No, exactly. Oh man, it's who comes up with this this shit? I guess I have I looked up a little bit when uh, Himmler talked about esoteric Hitlerism. Mm-hmm. I did a little Wikipedia search on uh, that, aka esoteric Nazism. So uh, I'll do a little bit more reading here for y'all. Okay. Esoteric Nazism, also known as esoteric fascism or esoteric Hitlerism, refers to a range of mystical interpretations and adaptations of Nazism. After World War II, Essex interpretations of the Third Reich were adapted into new religious movements of white nationalism and neo-Nazism. They included beliefs in finding a mythic Hyperborea, which we covered earlier. In, Grith- in Greek mythology, the Hyperboreans were mythic people who, believe- who lived in the far northern part of the known world. Jocelyn Goodwin and other authors such as Nicholas Godric Clark have discussed the connections between esoteric Nazism and Vril energy, Agartha civilization, underground UFO bases, as well as Hitler's and the SS's supposed survival in the underground Antarctic basis. So we kind of made connections between that in different parts throughout this podcast, and this is on the wiki. I didn't know that the Hyperboreans were Greek mythology. In I, you can click on the wiki. We'll have it linked right down in there. I missed that. I one. looked up yeah. Hyperborea, and that was literally the first that sentence that I read off about that about them. It's straight from wiki. Okay. And uh, another thing that connects to that is when I reference the Agartha civilization in that last sentence. The Agartha civilization. This is the wiki. It is a legendary kingdom that is said to be located in the inner surface of the earth. It is sometimes related to the belief in a hollow earth. So I feel like this is where we have more hollow earth connections and more Atlantis connections. But that's connected in Greek mythology, huh? The Hyperborea, not Agartha. Oh, not Agartha. Okay, okay. No. But the mythical people who lived in the far northern part of the known world, that is the Hyperborea uh, in Greek mythology. Okay, and that leads to the the Thule civilization. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. I'll do one more double check as we talk just to make sure I didn't sell the bag. <laughs> just right. to make sure I didn't sell the bag here. Man, it's I feel like they just throw Atlantis in there just cuz they can. It's an easy connection to be made. Yeah, but it's not even the same region of the globe. Mm-hmm. Cuz Atlantis was, you know, more in the Atlantic Ocean. Mhm. Um, and but they're going way north, which if you Google this, you will see it. It's 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 very north on the map, mm-hmm. like above Ireland is where they thought Thule was. Yeah. So it's a it's way far away. Oh, I just that, wanted to give you a couple of receipts. That's where I found that it. That's Hyperborea. A, that's, that's uh, the North Pole, isn't it? Yeah. The, that's a map of the North yeah, Pole. The far northern people. Yes. The farthest northern part of the world. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Maybe Once again, Admiral Bird did find. Yeah, it. maybe no. Admiral <laughs> Bird. And uh, I, uh, I obviously For not co-signing who, all this. Who, there's no way you can see this, but yeah, it's it's um it's like the ancient map of the North exactly. Pole. And I'll we'll have people, that linked. It's it's where it's believed uh, the Garden of Eden was. Uh, is that really too? People. Yeah, yes, so, that's another theory. So um if you see it um it's it's like a giant circle 
with like a lake in the center and it's divided in quarters by rivers. Yeah. And um, that kind of fits the biblical description of Eden. Uh, but yeah, that's what people believe. So they think it was like... That, that's a good little connection there. Um, they think it was, you know, a when it was of a different climate. Yes. And it was a green area. Yes. Uh, that that's where the Garden of Eden was. And okay. the rivers went into the four corners and it was... But yeah, it's it's all... It's all mythological and fantastical. Yeah. And it 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 fits that they are continuing on those fantastical ideas mm-hmm. in in this hyperborea ideology. Yeah, it's a cool one. It's definitely a cool one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So um what did we end with here? Nazis are crazy. They literally <laughs> yeah. listened to a schizophrenic and they took they yeah. took mythology uh maybe some theosophy they took yeah they took it all uh they fed it through a schizophrenic filter (laughs) through this one carl guy yeah and then they spit it out into their own crazy racist ideology basically through crazy nazis like heinrich himmler like adolf hitler himself from many fucked up nazis and I think all you we know. proved that is it was literally fueled by uh, insanity. I think that is the best way to put it. The insanity yeah. of different characters, the insanity of different like literal clinical uh, insanity. Exactly. And it is not an isolated incident. Many, many people were fucking insane. And, you know, and they it, really um, they really poisoned other um, exactly. Other you know, ideologies, other occult ideas around there. Especially with not having the knowledge um, we have now. Like nowadays, I can look at this and think, man, these these are kind of cool ideas, obviously, with shitty mm-hmm. things around it. But there is cool stuff going on here. But at the time, it was like, you didn't fucking know, man. This is what you had. Yeah, they really poisoned some. Yeah, they really poisoned some things like the theosophies ideas the mm-hmm. ideologies they had they they destroyed other occult societies who knows oh what, i bet who knows um the amount that got destroyed back then probably um, a shitload of information was destroyed didn't you find something about a bunch of books get destroyed not necessarily destroyed okay i'll I get into you had this. something on that i'll get into this this so this is kind of disputed by other people but so i read an ancient order an ancient origins article which will be in the description on the discovery of a nazi occult book collection so in 2016 it was reported that a massive collection of 13,000 books belonging to the nazis related to witchcraft and occult had been discovered in a depot belonging to the national library of the czech republic heimlich or Heinrich Himmler supposedly knew about these books. A connection of the discovery with the witchcraft books and the creation of a special unit called H. Sonderkommando in 1935 by Himmler was named. Sound badass. Was made, <laughs> yeah. It is named for the first letter of the German word hex. That's H-E-X-E. Sounds more badass. Meaning, and that means witch. Apparently, this unit was part of a systematic search by the Nazis for texts connected with magic and witch hunt trials. 
subjects which came to obsess Himmler. According to the Daily Mail, Himmler believed, quote, the Hocus Pocus books held the key to Aryan supremacy in the world, end quote. The SS troops combed over 260 libraries and archives for information, accumulating the largest collection of books on witches, which was dubbed the Witch Library. Alongside some others, Heinrich Himmler founded the Anenerby Institute in 1935 to research the historical roots of the Aryan race. The research was used to justify their policies and anti-Semitic racial take on history. They also conducted experiments and expeditions to prove that they were the ancestors of, get this, the Nordic population which had once ruled the world. Heinrich Himmler is credited as the founder of esoteric Hitlerism, which we got to earlier. He has also been described as being deeply involved in astrology. This is, I said this quote earlier, and attempting to construct a new pseudo-Germanic neo-pagan religion. Legends related to the Nazi fascination and occult go on. And that's where the connection to the uh, the Huska Castle and them supposedly hoarding books and gaining knowledge. I do really like this discovery of all these books, but on this same website, this Ancient Origins website, there is some disapprovers that say that the books that were discovered weren't as cool as what really? yeah what we were saying so there's no knowing for sure but i think it is dope that one part i said about how the ss combed over 260 libraries to find documents related to witchcraft and crazy shit is cool but who's to say that's interesting though mm-hmm. i think it's cool even the number of books, though, sounds uh, kind of made up. 13,000? It sounds like a lot. It does sound like a lot. Well, that sounds like a numerologic number. Like they made up that number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's it's yeah. interesting. Um, I could see it. I could see there being books, though. I mean, they, lot of, they made a lot of shit. They made a lot of shit up in general, too, so. I have no doubt that they were hoarding occult books, though. I could definitely see I as well. I would 100% believe e- that. Especially the character Heinrich Himmler. Yeah, I don't know how many they had. I mean, it could have been into the the thousands like that with like uh multiple copies of the book of yeah, books, different versions. So I I mean, I don't think to me that that is not outlandish to think. Mm-hmm. I'd be very interested in in what books they were hoarding though but i i bet you it's one of those things where they had like thousands and thousands of books but really there was like seven books that really mattered oh there was like seven really you know there was there was a handful of really important ones that had all the really like they had the real shit in there this these really do have the black magic spells in them yeah if you want to control masses of people but we used them all in hitler Mm -hmm. like you know i don't know not that I believe in that stuff, but it's it's cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't. That doesn't sound that out there to me. Uh, I'm sure the specifics on it, you know, are unknown. But yeah, that was a cool detail to add, man. I I appreciate that. I'm glad you I'm glad you read that. I'm, you I'm you almost didn't I, read that, man. You can't I, leave I, that. <laughs> stuff, you can't leave that stuff out. That <laughs> one was just it's up in the air. It's so the I juicy don't, deets. Yeah, the juicy deets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, nothing's that out there with Nazis. These true. guys were into anything. True, true. Yeah, they're out there with, you know, trying to find the freaking spirit destiny for <laughs> the Hitler. The fucking Philosopher's Stone, whatever the fuck yeah. they're trying they, to find. They want to give Hitler the spirit destiny for dude, him to kill all the Jews dude, with it. Like, they're uh, insane. Imagine an alternate universe where Hitler finds the Philosopher's Stone. No. <laughs> you don't want to imagine that universe? Oh, that, that would be so fucked, dude. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, there'd have to be no God for him to find the philosopher. Yeah, there would have to be nothing good left in the universe for that. Or he really would have to have gotten Satan on his side at the yeah. Mystic Castle. Yeah, the, you the, know? all the ops are on his side. We're fucked now. That's how Hitler We would gets need all uh, Michael the Archangel to come down. Yeah, that's, that's when we need the Archangel fucking fight the bad forces, and hopefully he comes out on top, but... Shit, man. I'm about tapped out here. You got any anything else you want to add in? No, but if anybody knows any any occult spells to make someone live forever, let me and Jake know. We'd like <laughs> yeah. to live forever. That'd be great. Let us know. Please, <laughs> please <laughs> yeah. let us know. No, but I um, know. Uh, on a more real note, if, if anyone knows of um, any type of list of uh, what possibly could have been those books... Yes. I for real would be yes. very interested in those books. And because I don't want to put too much validity into this, there is some naysayers saying that the a lot of these books are bullshit and I I you know Okay, maybe a lot of them are bullshit. There, there's got to be one or two, right? But someone had to do the research and find like yeah. the couple that are like the are le- legit, more legit ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd be in- I'm a, I am interested in real magic books. You oh, know? totally, totally. Um, I don't know myself. I don't know if magic is real, but from an academic standpoint, They're I find them cool. very interesting. Oh yeah, you know, just like when um. What was the one you found? The Book of Aquarius? Oh, the the quote unquote key to building the philosopher's stone. Yeah, when we went into the alchemy yeah. one, I find it. I it just, is cool. I just yeah. find that interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I like knowledge. Knowledge, I do. I like. I like these. How crazy is this? Are these facts and knowledge about the Nazis? You know? Yeah, they're pretty crazy, but. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire, and there's got to be at least a couple things here that that are fact. But who knows? Who knows what it is? Who knows to what extent? It's a fucking cool topic, and that's what's cool about this topic, Nazi and the Ecole. Right. There's probably a bunch of crazier stuff that we didn't even get to that we don't even know about. This might probably will be a one we do a second part definitely, to. Definitely, definitely. Because uh, there's so many Nazi and occult things, but we... I think we covered a good overview today. I think we did a good job. I hope y'all uh hope y'all enjoyed listening to this episode. Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh you know, buy 20,000 t-shirts from <laughs> yeah. our, Check our out our merch store. store. <laughs> Check out our merch uh, store. But guys. yeah, thanks for listening guys. Uh until next time, I'm Red. This is Jake. Thanks for listening. See ya.